Just uh, looking at it last night. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Okay, number 11. Eleven. Cash way. I always sing it, sorry. <laughs> I, you know what I really hate is like sometimes you get real teasy and then you just get assholery real fast. It's like the roller coaster I was talking about. The sexual roller coaster. Yeah. But yours is like jokes, 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 asshole. <clears throat> Downhill. I, that's funny because I, I would think it like opposite. I would think like, because you're like laughing and going along with it, laughing, and all of a sudden it's like, nope. What did I think I've said this literally? I remember saying this in Mississippi. So we were only married a year and maybe almost two years. What do I say? Just because I'm laughing. Doesn't mean that I'm having a good time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I may be smiling and saying, woohoo. Just because I'm being nice doesn't mean that you should not stop. I'm being nice asking you to stop, but you don't listen to me. I doubt it. Yeah. Um, there was something I was going to talk about. And... um. Let's talk about someone. That always works out great. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Who do you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Ken. He wouldn't care. <laughs> Ken, Ken's dead. He won't mind. No. But he's sitting right next to us probably listening to every one, one, every one of our podcasts. He would be a supporter for sure. He totally would. Um, no, I was more thinking about drugs. 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 What do you consider? Because we're like, sometimes I think when people are like, um, you know, there's a, such an epidemic of, you know, meth users and, you know, uh, meth users. <laughs> <laughs> you got heroin junkies. But, you know, like I said, like, is there any recreational meth users? But there almost has to be. Yeah. If there's so many meth users out there. You would think that either you're on the street, either all the meth users are on the street, and that's all our homeless is, or right. That's the that's all that's, that's all that's all meth. That's all that's them. what meth does. That's, to those you. are the only ones. Yeah, that's like it's almost like in a zombie apocalypse. Like those are the zombies. Those are the meth <laughs> right. users. But uh, but I just mean like, is there recreational meth users? And that kind of blows my mind. I wonder who they are. Right, you know what I mean. Like I just who who goes out on a weekend. And, so will hey, you guys let me know if you're a recreational meth user? I mean, it's like coke. It's like heroin. I feel like cocaine. You can be a recreational coke user. Uh -huh. I feel like that's a not a common but a, a possibility to be a a coke. You can be obviously a recreational marijuana smoker. Yep. Um, a recreational drinker. I think. Yep. Yeah, a recreational pill taker. Sure. Sure. Sure, know, sure. 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 That you. Recreational MDMA user. Sure. Shrooms. Okay. I mean, yeah. You have to have... Every genre has their own recreational users. Heroin is one that's like, wow, but you're, that's, a rec that's well, your recreation. Well, because we watched that video yesterday of the girl that was wanting a, a dime. Oh, for 70. For 70 bucks. Mike! <laughs> yeah. Crazy lady. Uh, well, but A... 70 bucks for a dime. How long, how far does a dime even get you? It gets her out of the sweats. Yeah, because she was sweating, she said. But that's what I'm like, how long does that, how far does that get you, you think? A well, dime? And, I don't know. But you know, everybody's the, different. It sucks to be at the point where you don't even get high anymore. Well, and it would, yeah, and it would be like her. She's just 
doing it to not be sick. Yeah. Well, and that's the crazy part is like, you know, it's fun to escape sometimes. It's fun to be like, yeah, sure. Hey, I want to get high. Don't, yeah. Let me get high for a second. That's kind of weird. It's cool, whatever. Yeah. But once it goes past there, then it's like, oh, you're no longer I'm high. Go, I'm going to turn off the dishwasher. It's like cleaning. And so um, I would think that the recreational meth users, I mean, it's fun. They use it on the weekend. They do it and they go home. Not everybody that smokes meth is a meth head. Not everybody that smokes pot is a pothead. Yeah. Not everybody that um, does coke on the weekend is a cokehead. It's a very simple process. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, for some people it is. But that's where I think it starts where this is where I feel like studying of psychological use of, sure. of drugs, of abusers. Well, that's where that's where like addiction and i and and it's addiction i have a it's such a funny thing because i don't think people don't get addicted to drugs that's not the addiction the addiction is the avoidance that the drugs create well i think there is an addiction to drugs because to me when i define addiction i guess i should probably look up the definition of it but when i think of addiction i think your body cannot live without it uh-huh and, and that and that's let me see well that's definition. food and water addiction the fact or condition of being addicted to a particular substance thing or activity um yeah so to yeah. me it's like but to me it's like you literally can't live without like your body literally is ill so that's without not it. what that said it but that was what the first part said and that's all i needed to know is I needed that I read the first sentence noun the fact or condition being that's it that's all it needs to be read well and that's the thing is I when when I see people that are addicted you know there's um some broken there's yeah there there's it's I see it more as an avoidance mechanism more sure. as a way to escape the reality of what they don't want to deal with or ways yeah. for them to escape well and just like talking about 2011 are you know our, uh, one of our darkest times of, uh, but here's what's crazy is, uh, that was a big avoidance mechanism, uh -huh. but then take us back to 2008, nine, when we were in Utah and we were more partying, like we were drinking yeah. for fun uh -huh. and mainly because I, because I didn't party much growing up. Like when no. I was a kid, I never drank, I never smoked. I, I mean, I know I, I smoked a cigarette in the park once with my friend. And uh, she gave me a cig. Well, she gave me two cigarettes. So, you know, so I could smoke one on my own later or something. It was A, the most disgusting thing I ever tried. Uh -huh. And then I hid the other cigarette in my Tickle Me Elmo that I had at home. And, you got an uh, Elmo addicted. <laughs> yeah. Great. Well, sorry, Elmo. But then my cousin, I showed my cousin and he broke it. And. What a jerk. I could have been a good smoker too. Now look yeah. at me now. I vomit every time I smoke a cigarette. Seriously. But no, I mean, yeah, I drank a few times in high school. Did you feel like when you drank, you got drunk, drunk, like you drank excessively or? Well, one time, yes. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, do you feel like. Um, but I didn't know then, you know, I was right. like, hey, let's just drink whatever. I didn't think about it. I remember two times drinking. One time I was at my, this girl's house. Um, I think we were ditching school 
and my other friend had a water bottle and uh, it was just like a like a arrowhead water bottle plastic and I took it she said yeah I have a drink and so I took and I took a big old gulp and it I like I was like what is going on my throat is killing it was like pure vodka or something and I was just like what was that it like blew my mind almost like just how much it burnt I don't remember ever what I felt like afterwards or if I even got a buzz off of it but I just remember being like why would you drink that that was pure like you missed the point of it I know it now (laughs) right now I know the point (laughs) but uh oh and then the second was uh we were at a party uh in the park one time and um they were passing around a peppermint schnobs and I remember pretending to drink it like, oh, yum, yum, yum. All my friends are like, I don't see any bubbles. <laughs> Dicks. <laughs> Why are you staring at me yeah, so hard? Get off. Peer pressure. Back off. But you know what? There's uh, Drugs are not the only addiction. And I, I know we've touched on this before, but drugs are not the only addiction. No, that's true. But I just... Because, because that, and that's why I say that they're an avoidance mechanism because people get addicted to so many things to avoid things yeah or to just they just get so one track minded that that they start other things start to slip away or that like it it's it, it's just to get on that one track mind and that's all they think about that's all they do that other things do suffer that other, there is no balance in their life yeah. there is no moderation yeah well and that's why i think what's crazy is because when you know we kind of left the church cuz i remember uh I remember we were living in Thatcher and you had made, you had gotten some, this is when we were oh, yeah. kind of leaving the some, church. Some Parrot Bay. Yeah. Some, I don't know what the yeah, hell, yeah, I don't know what the hell liquor is. So I had no, you know what I mean? I don't know what, what is, what was what back then. And you put some in some orange juice or something. And I remember you gave it to me and I didn't drink it, but I was like, what are you doing? Because in Mississippi, so this is even before we left, this is even before we left the church, when I was turned 21 in Mississippi. That's right. Yeah, remember this? Uh So when I turned 21 in Mississippi, we went down to Bourbon Street. Yep. And we stayed the night for my birthday. That's when I went to... Four strip went, went clubs, because yeah. that whole the whole strip is just you know full of. Hey, you nudity. got your you got your perfect twenty first birthday. Yeah, dude. and you bought me a drink. I don't know what it was. I uh-uh. think it was like a fruity some knows? sort of yeah. something. I don't remember. And yeah, that was a good time. That was, that was really fun. fun. That those strip was, clubs were crazy. Those were insane. If anybody really wants to get an experience of some. True some, New Orleans, some South Orleans, yeah. Clubs. And there was even a guy, like a co-ed one. Oh man, that was great! <laughs> Big old elephant trunk. <laughs> he wasn't naked. The chicks can get naked, but the guys yeah. can't. I don't remember if they're full. Nudity. I wasn't full nude. Huh? I think there was just top, but uh, just bottom. I mean, no top. Just kidding. I don't know if they no have. bottoms, no nipples. <laughs> just, just, just vaginas. Just, just lips and dicks. <laughs> oh, but. Uh, so that was actually my first drink. And that's even before, way before we left. That, so yeah. that's why I'm saying, like, as much as people may be surprised that, I don't know how anybody could be authentically surprised at our, yeah, I know. At our, the ending of our story. Yeah. We were all, we were both pretty. It's so interesting. Not it's wild, like, hey, but because yeah. I, I do not consider myself wild. When I was a teen, yes, I was brave enough to sneak out. Yes, I was brave enough to get pregnant. I mean, it's a pretty brave thing. <laughs> I'm, to some, to some, just kidding. that's a troubled youth. 
Yeah, I guess so. And and you know, to some people, um, they don't they don't come out of it like you as far as like what I just snuck out, wasn't it? Like some people, they are like um, like a troubled youth, and it disturbs them, or they have they are drug abusers now because their family never accepted them or they're like, right. there's huge issues that right. come out of it Well, even because I you're lo- broken. Yeah. And I love that show. Um, addiction is that what it's called? You know, I, you know it. Nope. It's on AMC or whatever. I, used, I don't know if they even have it anymore. Intervention. Okay. I knew you knew it. Um, yeah. Intervention. Intervention. Yes. But one of the kids, the adults that's, you know, was on drugs and stuff, but he was like, I was even when he was younger, he would, choke himself he would have he had scars on his neck right here from stretching his skin from both of his hands like pushing on it and so he he had all these like stretched and like uh, scars right here from it and like even that's crazy like the addiction of just something different yeah that brain rush yeah that, that but just numbing something and i think that's what's just so hard is trying to catch those types of um, not traits or where it switches, like you're saying, uh-huh. like I could have, people could be sneaking out and then they, it, they Next have, so you know, they're laying in a gutter. Yeah. Well, <laughs> sure. But I just more lean, mean like it could affect somebody more like, Oh, I was a troubled youth. Yeah. I, I was yeah. so bad that I did that. Or I can't believe, or that's so wrong because I ended up getting pregnant and then everybody was, um, Everybody was, uh, you know, disappointed. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I could have taken all of that shame and disappointment uh-huh. in myself and carried that throughout my life. Yeah. Where now, it it's a it's a blessing. Oh my goodness! You know, it's it, oh it's goodness. a blessing. It's a it's a stepping stone, and it's something to bless and honor and oh, yeah. appreciate and cherish. And that's the beauty of where we are now is yeah. we get to see our lives as blessings. Every step that I've taken has never been wrong. It's just right. been the path that I chose and and to be where I am today. But what's what's funny is like in the middle of it, okay, say 2011, it's not like I was in the middle of that and thought, okay, this will end soon. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for this to be over. Yeah, like I didn't I didn't know what the ending looked like. I didn't know that I could be sitting right here in this specific place and then be this happy I didn't know that was a possibility I think for me I just kept kept going (laughs) you know what I mean like you just keep going and eventually it gets there I mean and I'm not quite sure Uh, yeah I you know and that's where it's hard it's like I have no answers of how to get to a happy place it's just you just keep going with it and I think the big like I said um yesterday I believe is uh or the day before that uh we have grown at least we've at least had both desires to get better. So that's why we have worked out. If one of us wanted to stay behind and stay in that other phase, I don't know how much longer we could have lasted. Uh How much longer could carry people? But there is that one show where that cup, I don't remember. I couldn't, I shouldn't even talk about it because I'll Um, not get the name of it. But so, you know, it's interesting though, our social, socially accepted addictions, sodas, Yep. So does a socially acceptable addiction. Work. Work. Uh-huh. That's a socially, socially accepted. Religion. Religion. God. Socially acceptable Addictions. addiction. Yeah. Um, anything that is out of moderation mm-hmm. is, a, I mean, 
is an addiction, but it's amazing to see the socially acceptable ones and how people want to look at the drug user because it's socially unacceptable. Well, and frankly, because he's not keeping things together. Well, yeah. He's on the street. I mean, yes, it is a little different. Let's let's take it back a notch. Let's just say the over drinker. Uh Uh-huh. Or, you know, where that... Well, the, the functioning alcoholic. The functioning alcoholic, where it is like, okay, that's fine. That's fine that, that that's your addiction. And even like with us and drinking, it's like, hey, that's fine that you want to drink. That's fine that I want to drink. That's fine that I like to drink. But I also it doesn't work for me, and it's not fair for my family uh-huh. for me to always be checked out. Yeah. I think it's okay to check out. I think it's okay to go work on a project you wanted to work on and you're like, hey, I'm going to do this for the next two to three weeks because I've been wanting to do this and this is when I'm going to schedule this. Not like, but even scheduling drinking, I think is, oh, fine. Sure, absolutely. Like this is, and that's why I say like, I haven't done like hard drugs. Like when I say hard drugs, harder drugs other than marijuana and drinking. And I guess I have taken pain pills before. And I have done some cocaine before once. Coke or twice. Is, yeah, I wouldn't say Coke's like on the scale of harder drugs. Yeah. I, mean, I went, you neither but, would I because there's, to I'm me, sure. there's prescription cocaine like Adderall. Yeah. To me, that's like a prescription cocaine. But there is drugs I would like to try when I'm older and maybe in an environment it, where it, it's acid, like. Acid seems like a crazy trip. Uh, and like mushrooms, are, shrooms, would be uh-huh. pretty interesting. Shrooms I've never done that. Are, yeah, shrooms are crazy. Um, so um, those are like, but for me, I'm like, I have a family, I have people that are counting on me. So like I have responsibilities, but, um, I, I don't know. I, to me, this world is, there's enough, <laughs> I know this is going to sound horrible, but there's enough, uh, good outcomes of Molly shrooms, acid, yeah. and all of those things yeah. that it's not like, Hey, drink bleach. I mean, you're going <laughs> right? to die. You yeah. know what I mean? Like these drugs are more just uh, rec- recreational or to me like um, an experience uh-huh. that are actually not as death defying as people make them no. out to be. No. And, you know, it's funny because when people think about that, it's like, I mean, they it's easy to say all oh, those are scary. Because the propaganda, because what we've been taught our whole lives. I mean, look at the propaganda around marijuana yeah. since since they abolished Reaper it. Reaper madness, yeah. And and now it's like, oh, that's the most silly thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And and here we have now a whole society of people, and it, it only took one or one generation to to say, oh yeah, let's stay away from that. That's bad. And now we have a generation that's bringing it back. Well, I wouldn't say that. I mean, you have the 70s. I mean, you have the 60s. I mean, people have been referring it up for years. Uh, that's about the time that it got abolished. Well, that's what I'm, but that's what I'm saying too is like even, You might want to check that, so I'm not speaking ignorantly, but oh. see when it did get made illegal. Because the propaganda around making it illegal were, were, was very disgusting. Yeah. I think we were watching a documentary on it once. I can't remember what it was. It was no, people have always been smoking weed. But, but yeah. underground, it's been illegal. It, it's like the prohibition, well, stuff I'm like that. Say, oh, yeah. And I, now it's coming back into the limelight where it's like, oh, this this is the most silly thing ever because well, it's a plant. once again, when you start, I just feel like it's 2019. We have way too much now data that yeah, is yeah. documented. 
You know what I mean? Like we have, I mean, for the past maybe 200 years, we have, you know, two to 300 years, we have some well, great documentation, was, but then it gets hazy. It, it's but it's hazy easy within, to keep, it was easy to keep people ignorant then yeah. or tell them what they want. Right, it, true. You know, you could just tell them what you wanted to hear. Right. The government could tell them whatever well, they wanted. Well, even the reefer madness, whatever, it's like uh, <laughs> they... It, when they abolished marijuana, it or I mean, I'm sorry, the prohibition. We we're watching the I was watching a prohibition one, and it was just saying like men leave their wives and they hit their wives oh, yeah. and they leave their families if they drink and all this stuff, and it's all fear based. It's all like this could happen, and it's like sure, that's like epidurals. People are like, oh, do you know that it could you know paralyze? It yes, you're absolutely right. It has, but do you know that there's millions that it hasn't? Yeah. You know, there's thousands that it hasn't, but once again, like you're saying on the news, when, when they're talking about something that's going bad, something good is happening at the exact same time. Sure. And we're just not talking about it. Yeah. Well, and now we live in a day and age where we have technology at our fingertips. Yeah. <clears throat> we can find out anything and everything. Someone's done research on it. Yeah. And, and multiple people. Well, and you're going to find... <clears throat> numerous different opinions. Uh -huh. You're going to find the opinion you're looking for. Absolutely. And, like and even on the news the other day that they were saying marijuana doesn't, uh -huh. there's a new study that it doesn't help it with It doesn't anything. help anxiety or anything and It doesn't like that. help with any of those things. It's like, okay, well, sure, I guess, but how many cases did you study and where, what were the circumstances? Well, and that's fine. And, let's call it, let's call it, um, what's, uh, what's that effect where they take a sugar pill? Oh, the placebo. Yeah. Uh -huh, let's the call placebo. it a placebo effect. Mm -hmm. Hey, and it's working. Sure. You know, it definitely helps with pain. It definitely helps with I people mean, with on, anxiety and PTSD. It does. It, it is You can assisting. say the same thing about essential oils. Uh-huh. There's people that are like that literally try to cure their cancer with essential oils and die. So, and know. there's some that, that use essential oils and live. Yeah. And there's some because, that. Yep. Because it's all in your head. Yep. Because it's all a placebo effect. Yep. But, uh, you know, and oh, that's, that's what I was going to say. It's like, it's funny, though, that people are like, they want to ban marijuana or something like that because of, say, that study or something. And it's like, but let's compare it to other things that aren't banned, like cigarettes or <laughs> soda. Like, uh -huh. what's the Seriously. healthier options? Yeah. Okay, and let's not be what's so worse? ignorant. Drinking a soda or smoking a weed? Oh, and that's the thing. Which let's not worse? be Let's not be so ignorant nowadays to say that, it just has to be smoked. Like, oh, smoke is smoking general. Yeah. Hey, don't smoke it. Yeah, eat it. Drink it. Eat it. Uh, uh, sip, yeah, sip it as a tea. Lick it uh -huh. in a sucker. I uh -huh. don't know. There's so many different things. And the truth is, is, I don't know. I just feel like we should live in a society that's a lot more acceptable. Because just because, say, I smoke weed or something like that, and then Jill next door there is no Jill next door. I'm just saying something. <laughs> no Jills. Yeah. Is taking, you know, Percocets or uh -huh. uh, antidepressants or uppers or downer. I don't know. But that's acceptable because a doctor given it has given it to her. And yep. I know that we have, you know, medical marijuana and stuff like that now. And people want to say that it's acceptable. But it's still But your mainstream doctors aren't. A lot of my mainstream doctors are not prescribing it. Or yeah. don't have the ability to prescribe it. True. Whether it be their their uh their organization and stuff that doesn't allow it right but uh you know it's crazy um it's crazy that i'm like what 90 percent of the items on a shelf in a store have sugar in it oh uh -huh. i mean and the addiction to sugar is is it's socially acceptable yeah and and it's running rampant yeah and it is 
absolutely horrible, mm-hmm. absolutely horrible. Yet we keep eating it. Yeah. And, and people don't, people only care about things that are, that society's talking about. Not, 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 I'm, that, not, not just that. That's I think an ignorant it, I statement, think but they only care about things that fit their genre, you know? And what's funny is even like you and I, you might, there might be some subjects like, Ooh, that one kind of stings. So let's not talk about that one. Hey, you're going to talk about my, I just like to talk about, you know, how alcohol is bad, but don't, let's not talk about how sodas are bad because uh-huh. I like those. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like you don't really, everybody has something, you know, that they are really good about advocating for, like say abortion. Um, it's really easy to be against abortion if you've never been put in a circumstance that you may need abortion. And so that's an easy one to stand behind. And somebody can say all they want, well, I'm for life and that, you know. But once again, you're not in that situation. Just like I said the other, I think it was the how to make, how to, things to make, things, things that, that don't, don't make, make, make you, you murder. Mur- things that don't make <laughs> you murder. The way you titled that, Vicky, so it's so hard for me to say it. But, uh, um, shoot, I don't know what I was going with that one, but. Yeah, that's, we'll go down that rabbit hole later. Oh, yeah. No, but Smush I was. more shin. Uh, oh, only the dead people. It's funny that oh, yeah. nobody dead talks about the afterlife, no, only yeah, living. No, yeah, all and the so people, people that, that mm-hmm. you know, not that, not that there's not people that talk, that aren't pro, pro-life that haven't had abortion. I think that's around, yeah. you know, but. There's plenty of people that have had abortions that regret it for yeah, the rest of their absolutely. lives. And just, but just like we're saying with me sneaking out, this is the same thing. Uh-huh. It's a situation in your life or me having, getting, having, being a teen pregnant, having teen pregnancy, whatever. Yeah. Um, that could have mentally bothered me my whole life. And yeah. I could sit here and be an advocate. Say, oh, for, I wish I would have never given for, up for adoption. For, uh, not even that, but for, um, no sex. What's that called? Abstinence. abstinence. I could be pro abstinence right now, but I'm not pro abstinence. Yeah. I'm pro education. I'm pro yeah. uh, being aware and ready for situations that come up. And even with abortion, I know things happen, but we live in 2019 where you can really, you can plan to have a baby or not. You can stop this. We have all yeah. of these things in line. It's 2019. So you can stop to you have a baby. You shouldn't be having a baby if you don't want to. Yeah, if you don't want one. You should be able you should to be figure pregnant. it out. You should and be I know pregnant. things get through the cracks. I understand that. But. Hell, you should have, if you're having sex, you should have the plan B pill on your countertop. Yeah. if And that's the thing is like, hey, if you know that you happen to like to have unprotected sex, have the plan B pill ready be for aware. yourself. Yeah. It's just, that, and that's the thing with my kids. But, it's like, just be yeah. aware of what's going on with your life. Like, just don't, don't be so naive and uh, scared of the truth that you avoid it like because yeah. that's i feel like that's yeah. how i got pregnant is because i was because even my boyfriend at the time was like do you want the first time i remember he was like do you want me to get a condom which was across the street at, you know whatever at his friend's house and i was like uh no because that means i had to choose in that moment i had to say yes i want to have sex or no i want to have sex it was supposed to be like whoops and so, you know, I mean, like yeah. him giving me the option made me be like, well, don't ask me because. Then- uh, yes, it is interesting because you would have had to make a choice. You would have had to be like, oh, yeah, I am having sex. Like, yes. And it would make it awkward or weird. Or there's some situation that like it, it would have you would have had to like, 
oh yeah and then either feel guilt like by the time he would have gotten back you'd been like oh no i don't want to anymore or whatever and so in that moment it's like it's so much easier just to be ignorant in the moment but then it never stopped well yeah well it never stopped there yeah and then it never stopped but um but i think that's i don't know you just yeah i don't know that's just interesting that we come upon decisions that were like I don't really want to make this decision because I know I shouldn't, but yet I want to do it. Uh-huh. So then can you just do it without me asking? That way it's not my fault. It's your fault. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of enjoying it, relaxing into it, having well, fun. Uh, not just enjoying it, but being responsible. It's really funny how more enjoyable shit can be if you do it in a responsible manner. Yeah. And just like me saying I want to try different types of drugs. Uh-huh. I do want to try different types of drugs, yeah, but I'm I want to be responsible yeah, in it. I'm absolutely. not going to go and like be like, okay, guys, Whoa, what's going on? Oh, what happened? I, I, I got acid and now yeah. I don't even know what to do. I'm... Yeah. Hey, let me go to a party. I don't know yep. people. Let me put myself in a situation that is going to be, you know, and granted, I'm also 30 freaking four. I'm not 18. Yeah. It, you know, I was, you know, thankfully naive and scared when I was younger. I didn't try anything, but, uh. But now I'm like, okay, in a in a controlled environment, that would be interesting. It would be interesting to try. Mm-hmm. I definitely they're definitely on my list of things I would love to try one Absolutely. day. Absolutely, um, and I think they're they're on a lot of people's list, but they're wrong. So they'll they've already told themselves they'll never do it. But even though they want to deep down inside. Okay. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, and that's the thing too. It's like I think everything just kind of has a bad rap. Gets a bad, you know. It's just interesting because there's a lot of people that would not try something because they're afraid of getting addicted. Yeah, well, that was me when I was a kid. Um, I just was like, um, I I won't drink, I won't smoke, I won't do those types of things because, um, what? Nothing. Uh, Yeah, well, because you might get addicted, or because um, what if? Yeah, well, and that's it. Th- yeah, so I just, and I and I remember, and that was an easy thing for me. Once again, like I was saying before, that was an easy thing for me. Not drinking and not smoking was always easy for me. So it was always easy for me to point out in other people, like, why do you drink? Why do you smoke? That's stupid. You know what I mean? Like, it was really easy for me to say that shit because at the oh. time I didn't. And well, so yeah, because like, yours was hidden. Yeah, and so mine was and, and yours and the why you drink, why you smoke. It's a pop, that was a popular. That was your crowd. There's your group. Yep. As a popular opinion, it's easy to be like, mm-hmm. "Oh my gosh, those, those are the partiers." No, or, not or, really. My, my friend, my it's not like my friends didn't party. Majority of my friends party. I was probably the only one that didn't. Oh. Like, as in that drinking, oh, and yeah. smoking. I, sure. Well, and a lot of us got pregnant or married. <laughs> I mean, you're, my you're group. rough. You're rough patch of <laughs> your rough group of friends. Well, we you're a rowdy bunch. Yeah, you're we, a rowdy we paved bunch. the way. Yeah. <laughs> But they were, and I look back and I totally commend them for being so brave in trying because I was such, I was so chicken shit. Yeah. Because I didn't want to, and I could have had a, probably a way better time if I did. <laughs> right. But Just that's relax. and so that's the thing, like with my own children, like with Paige. I mean, none of our kids. Granted, like we have a friend where their son just, I mean, from the age of five since we knew him, just always tried to sneak a beer or try to drink. And my kids have never, like, I have always let them, like, hey, do you want to taste this? And they'll taste it, and they hated it. They didn't like, granted, beer was pretty disgusting back in the day. They didn't have 
good things. They like, have uh, carbonated sodas, yeah. not seltzers. <laughs> yeah, they have seltzers and delicious things. But uh, but my kids have just have never been interested. But then like Paige but, uh, now is kind yeah. of like the, hey, I want to drink. She likes Can I have wine. a glass of wine yeah, or she something? Likes some wine. And I always laugh. I'm like, sure. Here's a glass. I'm like, you never finish it anyways. But granted, I like dry wine. I'm not, yeah, I like it's not this, sweet it's sangria. Not this, yeah, sugary. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's not my type of wine. Uh-uh. So I like dry wine. So yeah. I, no wonder she would never finish a glass of wine anyways because it's not that great to her. <laughs> no, but she likes to sip here or there. And even the other kids, hey, taste this. No, nah, I don't want to. Yeah, they nah, just don't gross. have any desire. But it's cute because Paige is kind of, and I look back and I'm like, that was kind of, that is kind of the age, 14, 15. Uh-huh. That is kind of the age where my friends were doing it yeah, at we used that to, age. We were, we'd go to the lake and we'd have friends that drank and we'd sneak beers out of their coolers. Or I remember one, one summer we, uh, we hid them in the sand. We, hid, we had two <laughs> wine coolers that we hid in the sand and they blew up the next day because oh, it got gosh. so hot. All, <laughs> and both of them did. And oh, we're how like, funny. Oh, they're like, how'd these get here? No, that's weird. Weird. <laughs> Partiers. We're, we're hiding them in this sand. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. That's hilarious. But no, it's because yeah, I grew up. I grew up with different friends. I was yeah. The, no, I, I, was, I was the only one that. I remember going through Dare in like sixth, fifth grade, and yeah. you're like, who, who would ever even offer me drugs? Hey, you want to buy some drugs? Girl? <laughs> yeah. Hey, here's some drugs. Like, no wonder everybody's addicted to drugs because nobody asks you like that. <laughs> right. Like, everybody has problems because, like, D.A.R.E. doesn't really inform you how it really goes down. Hey, are you depressed? You Are you sick of paying your bills here? You know, uh... When you go to your doctor, don't ask for antidepressants or don't ask for a, a numbing mechanism for the moment. Seriously. But, uh... No, addiction is a funny thing. It's, it is it, funny. And, it, and, it's, and it's interesting and it's easy to point addictions out when it's socially... It, when it's socially unacceptable. And, and, when you're, and when your life is... When you're doing a fuck up in life, yeah, it's really easy to be like, he's addicted. Yeah, like to there's that. a problem. Uh huh. There's a problem. But there's that's the hard part. Okay, so that's where I think the hard part is, is there is addiction, and then there's drugs, like we we're saying with a meth girl, um, where your body literally, your their brain can't function without it, and it makes them do things that, that normally wouldn't. Like if you were a sober being for a year or two, like you know, I know it takes a while with hard drugs to get your brain back, but if you had never done drugs. You usually don't, you wouldn't do those things. You wouldn't steal. You wouldn't be so aggressive. But when your body is in dire need, in survival mode, you will do anything Uh for drugs. Well, when you're hurting that bad. Yep. And, and it's so funny because it's such a tunnel vision. Right. And it's such a, it's such a, they're, they're stuck with these blinders on. But the thing is. it takes so much to break out of it. But the thing is, is you have to fix the uh-huh. drug problem before you can really fix well, yeah, the mental problem do. that's behind it. You and have, I think that's you have where to get rid of the drugs and then you have, then you can see, Hey, what am I avoiding? Or what am I, right. what, what do I, why don't, why aren't I enjoying life? Like, why aren't I? Cause, cause yeah. drugs aren't, it's not that enjoyable to be strung out. It's not that enjoyable to go on a three week bender and then be like, Oh man, let me get back to life and like figure life out again or whatever. It's not that enjoyable to be, to be like that. And, and, and but I life think, is so full of passion. Yeah, but, but I feel like what's hard is some 
don't have that. Uh-huh. You know, some don't have a family that backs them. Some don't have the support, you know, and that's where it's just, there's so many, there's so many people that need help. Like, like I said, with our homeless friend, there's so many, I, I could not help him in the way he needed help. And there's so many people out there that need specific help yeah. that it's just like either your family gives up on you because it's, it, <laughs> Well, in the story, you can't keep and doing the, it forever. And yeah, I mean, he had an interesting story of his life, yeah. and his perception of his life, and the way that he lived his life, and the way he was doing things now, and why he was doing these things were was because of this. And I'm like, man, that's enough of that story. Like, start telling yourself a different story because right. that's how easy it is. It's going to take practice, and it's going to take work and reiteration, and 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 retraining our minds, and retraining and reprogramming it. It takes choice and effort. Yeah. Committed action. But it's you you're believing this story. Why can't you believe this one? Yeah, but that's easier said than done. Yep. You know what I mean? And like I said, like 2011, I mean, there are times in my lives where I just did not know like that was my reality. It was I didn't know that this was a possibility. Yeah. I didn't, you know, I just there was a lot of comparison in that time in my life. I wasn't as good as the other people that were around me. I wasn't as successful as the other people around me. I was yeah. failing at everything, sucking at everything. And, <laughs> right. you know, um, well, not realizing that everybody else was going through the same thing. Right. Um, in different ways. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or different thing, you know, in different things where, uh, you know, people, people, um, uh, People may have a lot of money in their bank account, but aren't happy. Yeah. People may, um, they may, they may, they may have everything on the outside mm-hmm. and empty inside. Yeah. Or, you know, they may have a lot, but they're, they don't get along with their spouse or they don't have good conversation or they don't have good connections or, you know, and those are the things where it's like, there's so much more to life than what's on pictures, what's yeah. on Instagram or yeah. Facebook and things like that. And I I feel like I'm loving this transition of social media because I feel like people are kind of like, hey, let's get real. Everybody, hey, let's just get real. And then it's more enjoyable because then you don't, nobody has to put on a show, mm-hmm. you know? And that's like even with this podcast and stuff, it's like, like I said before, we've always the past 11 years we've talked like this uh, we've been really quite open even though sometimes have been really maybe disturbingly open and <laughs> disgusting and you know live some whatever go, gone through things but now it's kind of like hey let's just put ourselves out there because maybe other people feel this way too i know th- like the podcasts i listen to are somewhat like this yeah are like open and you know, they do talk about drugs. They do talk about sex. They yeah. do talk about, you know, real life things that you're going through. They're going through without this rose colored and you can do, you know, whatever. Yeah. Glasses. Well, I, was, I was raised very much. Don't air your dirty laundry. Oh, yes. Very I was much so. raised very much like that. That that yeah. that is that is something that you don't want to you don't want to air that out. You know, don't yeah. don't. Why would you put that out there? Uh-huh. How embarrassing you look, you know, foolish and the truth is, I guess for me now, I. This is a relatable subject. This is this is us about this is about us relating to each other. Well, yeah, absolutely. relating to other people, people relating to us, people having people. There's been it's just people reaching out and no and being 
like, wow, they, I'm glad I'm not the only one. Yeah. I, you guys make me feel a little bit more, more normal. Right. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. because to be a fly on the wall in someone's house. Yeah. I mean, literally to be a fly on the wall in someone's house and see how they live and how they yell at their kids and how they discipline and how they do this and how they do that. Man, what an interesting, unique experience that would be. Oh, yeah, for sure. And and to have no sugar coatings. Yeah. Yeah, none. And the, and yeah, it just would be interesting because everybody, yep. everybody. See has how their laundry a... gets backed up. See how their dishes get yep. backed up. I mean, yep. you know, all of these things. Yep. And then when they have a guest come over, they hurry and make it all pretty and put yep. on. And, Shove and, it in corners yep. and make it look nice. And it's all sparkly and clean. Mm-hmm. Well, and that and I think that's that's where I'm at also because I remember you know, it's taken me a long time. I think with the remodel has really made me not care yeah. as much because it's kind of like, yeah, this is my life and it is chaos inside of this place. So now I'm not as offended or embarrassed when somebody comes over and my house isn't quite put yeah. together anymore because there was a time I would be so embarrassed. And like, I liked my house to look like it was super clean all the time. And now you can... Now you can now tell we live here. I was going to say, now you can come in and you see clothes on the chair and a jacket and, and a towel on the table and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Hey, yeah. somebody lives here. Yep. We, we live, live here. here. Uh-huh. We live here and we do and as much as I like a clean home and things like that, we I also like to do other things. Yeah, seriously. You know? I also like to And with three kids, I mean I look at my parents' house and it's like, yeah, that seems pretty simple. Oh yeah, for it's sure. It's like, yeah, it's you two. I mean, you use oh yeah, you use six dishes a I day. I meant like more growing up, like no. even my own house, like no, my mom's house. Yeah, we. It's not simple keeping six kids clean or like yeah, five. No. Yeah, no. It, and I appreciate when I go into somebody else's house and it is not a mess, but lived it's in. life. Yeah, yeah, but lived in, and it's like, and when people like say, I mean, I know I say it too, but it's like, oh, sorry for the mess. It's like. No, this is a house. This is you live. Yeah, here. Uh, yeah. I, I go into so many people's houses. Yeah. Like, oh, excuse me, I'm like, oh, I'm super offended. <laughs> yeah. Could you please clean it before I come over? <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Could you act like you don't live Next here? Next time I'll text you. Geez. Yeah. I seriously. do not appreciate this nonsense. No, I, I always tell people that. That's probably the only, that's probably my constant. Like, oh, sorry about the mess. Oh, I'm super offended. Please don't. <laughs> please don't do that. I bet you do. You are the type. I do. But but that's the thing too. So uh, with drugs. It's interesting because I um, I guess I don't fear my kids ever like doing drugs because obviously that doesn't bother no. me. Um, I think the big thing is being responsible doing drugs. Like I don't want you to be somewhere unsafe. Yeah, well, Paige says, Paige says that she wants, wanted to try acid. I said, sure, absolutely. And I'll do it with you. I said, <laughs> in your 20s, when you're 20, 25, like let's do it. After you grow up a little bit, let's do it when yeah. you're a little bit older. I don't know what the psychological effects of it are on, on a teenage. I'm sure it's perfectly fine because there's been people that have been doing it for years. Years. I mean, Steve Jobs loved dropping acid. <laughs> That's true. So, so, but I, I'll, I'll do it with her. I want to do it too. And, but the right circumstance, the right time, the right place. Yeah. You know, let's wait. Let's let you grow up a little bit, but let's do it in your twenties. Let's do it together in your twenties. Let's do it when you grow up. I don't have a problem doing that. I don't want to go party with my kids in high school. Right. No. Or, but but I want to go I... travel the world with them when they're adults and go check out this crazy world right. and see what, what's out there yeah. because that seems fun. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's the thing is, uh, yeah, I am not, I never want to be a party house. Like I never want to be like a high school party house because there are some 
houses out there where I don't know if the parents aren't there or they don't care if everybody comes and drinks. That to me is a liability and I just don't. Yeah. My I don't own, mind, I don't if, mind if my screwing kids, up my, my kids, own kid. Yeah, if my I don't kids want to drink, they can drink else's. at my house. They can drink here at my house or they can, you know, if they get drunk somewhere else, they better call me. They never get in a car with anybody. We've we've had these conversations for a couple of years now. Yeah. But I, if you guys want to drink, you can drink here. Here, I've, I'll go buy you liquor. That's perfectly legal. Oh, my gosh. One time at beauty school, my friend, she, uh, she said her dad caught her smoking cigarettes and he <laughs> made her eat them. She said she threw up like so much. She got so sick uh, and she still smoked. I mean, she was an adult when I met her and she was still a smoker. But I'm like, oh, my gosh. So if they want to get drunk, you're, you're drinking a whole handle. I've had cigarettes around the house that the kids have tried to smoke and stuff like that. It's not mm-hmm. like... It's not like my kids. Well, it's ha- not don't like experiment. I haven't had, you know, like we've had like the the marijuana pens or yeah. the whatever, and it's like, you know, and I'm I, I know that Paige has tried it because I know that her friends, some of her friends, have smoked before, and I, you know, I've I just to me, it's an experience in life that's really actually well, quite common. You know, when I was in high school, you had you had to go buy a buy some weed, buy a bud. And mm-hmm. then crush it up and put it in a joint or whatever and smoke mm-hmm. it. With e-pins nowadays, it's so simple. Yeah. It's so, something that is so readily available. Yeah. And it's and it it's not as scary as it used to be. It's not as hard as it used to be to mm-hmm. get. And it's not as scary as it and used to be. And it's a, I mean, I'm not saying that a joint is bad for you. I don't think marijuana smoke is nearly as bad for your lungs as tobacco. But um it's healthier. Like the pens are healthier. You're vaping it. It's not as much as a harsh. Yeah, uh, it's easier. You don't have to choke. Yeah. I remember the first time. Like the it burns. Oh my gosh. Woo. I remember that. I remember we we're at our friends in uh, Utah. His and uh, I just remember just almost throwing up. Like just choking. I mean, coughing so much I almost threw up. And yeah. I just yeah, I remember hating it. Like, what yeah. is this? That is harsh. It is harsh. But that's what I'm just saying. It's like there's just I don't know. I just feel like it's so crazy when you have parents that smoked themselves in high school or whatever and then are so intolerant of their own children or yeah. get so mad at their own children for smoking weed when it's like do you like, feel like did like, you not I are you, not, you better than this? Yeah. It's like, didn't your parents teach you better than that? Yeah. Or like you're doing just fine in life. Uh-huh. Maybe you're just making a big deal about nothing. But yeah, yet, I think, maybe you're more worried about what if someone else saw them, or maybe you're more worried about what someone else might think. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I not know sure. Either. But I just, to me, I guess I more take it like the um, the roast analogy the uh-huh. pot roast yep. where they cut off. She, you know, the mom cuts the edges off of the pot roast. She puts it in the, uh, the crock pot every time. And then the daughter eventually asks her, why do you cut off the ends? And she said, Oh, well my mom did. And so they go and ask grandma why she cut off the pot. Cause my grandma did. And then they ask grandma and it's like, Oh, cause my crock pot was too small. Yeah. Cause my crock pot wasn't that big. Yeah. So we just had to cut them off. So yeah, but yeah, but, but yeah, yeah, it was gets, handed down uh-huh. every time, every time, every time that uh-huh. it's kind of like marijuana and things like that. Drugs where it's like, hey, you guys all dr- smoke and drink and you're doing fine, but yet 
you you weren't supposed to. Yeah. You weren't supposed to be and it's, doing and that. You know, it's so funny. you have to teach your kids. You're not supposed to. Even though I did, do what I say, not what I do. Yeah. You know. The phrase that comes to me is is a tradition of our fathers. Yeah. And it's so funny to watch how these traditions get handed down, and and it's just a programming from the ages of one to seven, from our sure. adolescent years. Or an experience that we didn't like, that we told ourselves, oh, that's scary or whatever. But our parents, our, our parents program us a lot. You know, lot. what's funny is because it's like, you know, say drugs. It's like, okay, your kid's doing drugs. Granted, hey, let me say this. Everybody's drug experience is different, though. Because there is kids that abuse it. Uh-huh. There is kids that are going in. And, and as much as their parents help them or get them help, some just, maybe that's kids, their path. I don't know. There's some kids that are so curious about it. Or, well, or so wanting to do it. Yeah. I mean, take our friends, for instance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and it's like that, that's the it path. Was, that was his path. He literally loved it so much as a child. Always been he, so always, curious always about so it. Always so curious uh-huh. about it. And um, I don't know. I don't know if the answer would have been just let him experience it young uh-huh. and get it out of his system and see and let him go buck wild. Or do you create a monster and just start his journey early yeah you know and that's where i know that everybody's different in it but um i don't know i just feel like parents get really scared of things that oh that's what i was gonna say is like it's easy for a parent to be like well look at john his life's a mess he doesn't carry a job and he you know lost his kids and uh you know do you want to end up like that that's what's <laughs> right. going to happen if you do drugs yep. but why are we talking about ben that's successful that does cocaine on the weekends with his friends but goes to work every monday and busts his ass and uh-huh. he has a great relationship because you don't know ben's doing coke no it's really easy let's see let me think it's really easy we, we, we have made a really great example for our families to point at somebody and be like, and be like, <laughs> this is hey, what happens. Hey, look, do you see, do you see this? Do you see what happens? And for them to teach their kids, we made a really good and easy example for our family to what tell, not to, yeah, do. Yeah. to teach our nieces and nephews and stuff, what not to do. And, think- that, and not that they may, they may not, I don't care. It doesn't hurt my feelings because I know I'm okay with who I am. Well, I think this is the truth of it, is we are just, um, uh, what's the word? We're not normal. What's we're Unapologetically not, us. N- yeah, <laughs> sure. But I meant more like we're different. Like we, I never saw a family like mine growing up. Uh-huh. None of my cousins or aunts and uncles had households that were like mine, where it's very open and kind of... Not that there's no rules, but there it just was like there was no expectations of certain things. Like yeah. you're not supposed to talk like that. You're not supposed to um, say, talk about sexual things. I, I just, I don't, we don't just have anything really off limits, yeah. ta- like talk wise here. Um, Final thoughts. Oh, you're ready for that? I guess we are ready yeah, for I've that. Yeah, huh? nine o'clock. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, but that's, this is my final thought is that, you know, I didn't grow up with any example of anything quite different because my family, w- you know, was all raised LDS on both sides. I have all, all LDS. 
And so it has been a leap of faith to jump into a whole lifestyle of openness uh-huh. and being open to, and not just saying that's wrong because I was taught it was wrong. Like, I want to see why it's wrong. I want to meet people that have done this. I want to, I, and that's the thing. I think in the past 10 years, we've had a lot of conversations with a lot of different people and it's really opened my eyes to, oh, you're not a bad person. You just went through a phase yeah. or it was an experience. And I just, I like the ability to experience life Absolutely. without. Absolutely. Yours. Final thoughts. Um, take a look at, at your lives. Everybody, take a second and look and see, are there, are there addictions in your life that you use to avoid? Sure. Are there situations in your life that, that you, you, are there things in your life that you use to avoid things? Maybe, and, and maybe it's anxiety. Maybe you use anxiety to not go to events. Yeah. And that takes practice. Or there's things that, you know, there's things in life. There's, there's so many, there's so many things in life that we can use and choose to kind of avoid. And, and, and it's all fine because it's all learning and take a, take an open, honest look and see where, where is something that I could work on or what's something that I can do to, to spend more quality time with my kids or what am I, what am I taking away from to do this and if there right. is something then work on it if not yeah. then keep going and i don't um, think i have anything just kidding <laughs> <laughs> no no and you know addiction is different for everybody and I, and um you know i uh i have a different perspective on it it doesn't make it right it doesn't make my my opinion right no this is my opinion not. i'm entitled to it and <laughs> and so thank you for listening to us we yeah. appreciate you guys number and a lot. We made, to, we made it to 11, so we'll see if we can make 20. Yeah. We've almost hit 1,000 listens. Dang. So keep listening. Um, give us some feedback. Subscribe you, to You us. guys might hate this episode. You, there's people like that probably it. completely disagree with this, and that's yeah. fine. You can. Tell us it. Hey. Write us. Tell us you disagree. that's what we're all about. We like we like. We love, a, we love a good debate. Yeah. We're master debaters. <laughs> we are master debaters. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye, guys.